it's your life. It's only your life. It's nobody else's. So why are we asking the opinions of others in order to determine what's best for us? Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hello, it's Morgan King with Connect Back In, and I'm COVID free. (laughs) I still have a little chest cough, which is alarming, especially in public, but I am negative, negative, negative. And I still wear a mask. I'm very careful and feeling much, much better than I was last time when I recorded. So on the up and up, we have the antibodies in the King White household, which is great. My husband's last name is White. I should probably clarify that. It's wildly inappropriate otherwise. Um, And my last name is King. I should also clarify that. So let's just say there's no hyphening in our future. For last names. King White, White King, no thank you. I think I'm good. I probably have made that joke already on the podcast, so sorry if I have. Well, there you go. Full of jokes here. Not original stuff. I never said it was original. Um, But getting back to today's episode, I want to talk today about the five rules to consider. Instead of being all aggressive, like every podcast title, where it's like the five rules you must live by in order to be successful or you'll die. And you're like, oh God, I must press play on this. (laughs) Things could really go astray if I don't, apparently. Um, And I feel like as I get deeper and deeper into spirituality and the practices that I do, everything is just so like neutral. I feel like there's just so much gray And everything's like, yeah, you can do that if you want to. Do it if it feels good. And you're like, wait, but what's the answer? Well, what do you think the answer is? And you're like, well, wait, what's the answer? And it's like, you're just, the whole point is there is no answer. I think that's literally enlightenment (laughs) is there's no answer. And the only answer is your answer. So today I wanted to just talk about five rules to consider. So if you're going through a little bit of a struggle time or maybe you're going through a great time and you're just like, you know what? I just want to see what she has to say. If I can improve even more so, that sounds great. Um, But I feel like I wrote these down and I subconsciously use these as guiding principles in this moment in my life. Um, And they're very beneficial and helpful and support me. So maybe they'll support you as well. And if they don't, that's totally fine too, right? It's all the gray. It's only do it if it feels good. Um, So getting into it, it's kind of tied to the first one, which is only I know what's best for me. Only you know what's best for you. Nobody else. We can ask people questions to gather information Of course, we can ask their opinion, but ultimately it doesn't really matter. Get their thoughts, information. You you know, when someone's like, if you're telling someone, you're like, hey, I need your advice. (laughs) And like, 
Have you ever had this happen where you ask someone for advice and immediately they start talking and it's so not in alignment with you that you're like, why did I ask this person for advice? I know that's happened to me before. And it's just a quick reminder to myself, like, come on, you know the answer. You just want validation. You just want to be assured. And this fear of doing it wrong or wasting time or am I making the right decision? There's no such thing as a wrong decision. Remove that from your vocabulary and just know that you are always exactly where you should be. You are doing it right. It's your life. It's only your life. It's nobody else's. So why are we asking the opinions of others in order to determine what's best for us? Only you know what's best for you. End of story. I don't care what the question is. And keeping that in perspective and in mind, and people are like, well, that's selfish. And no, it's not selfish because what's selfish is saying, I need you to make decisions in a certain way in order for me to feel better. And I'm not talking, and it might sound like I'm talking about COVID because that's like, literally, I can't go 12 seconds without talking about COVID. I'm not actually talking about that right now. Not going to bring that up. Hell no, not on this podcast. What you focus on, you create more of. And I just don't want any more of that in my life because there's it's already 90% of my life and I'm trying to avoid it. So I can't even imagine. Um, but <laughs> circling back, this is talking about, should you be in that relationship? Should you get a divorce? Should you have kids? Should you quit that job? What should you do? And the answer isn't always going to be there crystal clear. So what you do is you keep on swimming. You take the next step forward and you just keep moving and trust that on the other side, it's all going to work out. And it's this idea that um, A Course in Miracles actually says, which is a text I reference a lot on the podcast, that a happy outcome is certain for all things. Now I'm wordsmithing there. But it's if it's not happy, it's not the end. It hasn't been finished yet. And we all know experiences in our lives where during that time, we were like, God, that was terrible. But I'm so glad that that happened or that relationship ended or I left that job or I was fired or we moved or I didn't get that house or whatever it was that you assumed was going wrong was actually going right. So this is all just circling back to the fact that you can't do it wrong and trusting that even if you don't know the answer in this very moment, you will. And just allowing yourself grace and time and space and putting yourself in an energy of allowing, which is joy and doing things that you like, maybe listening to music that you like, calling a friend that you enjoy talking to, getting your mind off the topic. Because I think that is when inspiration can have space to come forward with an answer. And you're like, oh my God, that's actually what I should do. And you're not even thinking about it. It just like pops in out of nowhere, right? So number five, only I know what's best for me, which translates to only you know what's best for you. Number four is... This is actually an Alan Cohen quote. The main thing is to keep the main thing 
the main thing. (laughs) Pretty much sums it up in a nice little bow. I love this quote because we can get so caught up in shit that doesn't even matter and get into a tizzy and get ourselves all riled up when ultimately it has nothing to do with what's actually happening in front of us. Like maybe it's like someone cuts you off and you get really upset or... I used to have this happen to me a lot where like random strangers would flick me off. (laughs) And that is totally law of attraction. Another topic we will talk about on another episode. But um, yeah, I used to have just strangers. I mean, I honestly can tell you, I bet it's happened to me 20 times in my life. No joke. 20 times, 20 different people have given me the bird. (laughs) And, And I'm all, every time it's like, wait, what? Why? I thought we were friends. Like it just happens out of nowhere. Obviously, I'm a terrible driver. Let's just be honest. That has to be the the reason because it's always when I'm driving and it's like someone who's like really angry and they just look at me and I'm like, I make like a sad face and stare at them and hoping that they regret their decision. Um, But I would get, my point is I would let that bother me and I'd be like, oh God, I'm a terrible person. And just is so absurd. This random stranger who probably was like running late for a meeting and was pissed off about it, like saw me in their limelight and was like, oh, this person, I look, it looks like I should flick this person off. And then they would flick me off and I would get really upset about it for like days, you guys. It was absurd. And ultimately it was just because I was like, my story, my belief was like, people don't like me. Um, I... I'm not enough, you know, like it really did stem from some deep-seated issues. And that is why I attracted that experience into my life. But what I'm getting to here is I would allow that to totally divert my focus. And I would like, I could be at like my niece's birthday party and everyone's having the best time. And I would just be solely thinking about this random stranger who has completely forgot that they've flicked me off and allowing it to ruin my time. And I can't tell you how many times I've done this with other things, like really stressing about working with a client, maybe. I actually, I have a recall and exact experience of this. And I was at a concert with my husband. And the whole time at the concert, I'm watching it. I'm trying to enjoy myself. And I'm getting pissed at myself because I'm not enjoying the concert. But it was because I was just worried about something that I had no control over. And the issue wasn't going to resolve itself. And so instead of keeping the main thing, the main thing, I just allowed this thing that I don't even honestly remember what it was, totally take away from that beautiful experience that could have been a great memory. So just maybe asking yourself the question when you're getting really riled up about something or frustrated or sad, it's like, does this really matter? Is this something that I really care about or is this about something else? So the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. And to me, the main thing is love. As generic and cheesy as it sounds, we are here to give love. We are here to receive love. Anything outside of that is an illusion and does not deserve my energy. It's kind of how I see it. So if someone tried to hurt me or bring me down, 
hurt people hurt people and forgive them, let them go. Listen to last week's episode if you don't know how to forgive somebody and move on and keep the main thing, the joy of life. Number three uh, is a good one as well, actually. It kind of ties in. It's actually the name of a book. And it's called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff and It's All the Small Stuff. It's kind of the idea about the last one, about the main thing, is we make life so much, like the challenges of life so much bigger than they need to be. Certainly there are going to be times, but even when those challenges come, as you know, as I've said before, they teach you to grow and they teach you to learn and become the you that you are today. So they're necessary and they create duality because without challenges, we would just be gliding through life and what's the point of that? But what's cool about this thought, and the book is actually by um, Dr. Richard Carlson, and I can link it in the show notes so you guys can check it out if you're interested. But it's this idea that you can shift the way in which you perceive things to support yourself better kind of almost tied to everything that I've mentioned here. Like I'm going back to the like flicking off thing is when we let the little things bother us, it can accumulate over time. And those little frustrations that we let get to us can really wreak havoc on our lives. And it's not about turning a blind, well, it is. It's about turning a blind eye and thinking to yourself, am I going to allow this to shift my energy? Am I going to allow this to take my power away? Am I going to allow this to ruin my day? And you do have a choice in how you want to perceive your circumstances, as I've said many a time. And so again, just kind of questioning, is this really worth my energy? and checking yourself and having awareness around it. Because sometimes it's such an ingrained pattern with such a professional complainer back in my day. It was just such a routine for me. Anytime I'd be at a happy hour or around friends or whatever, and I, I definitely still do it, but not as much as I used to. I just complain about everything. And that like was the basis of the conversation. Instead of things that are going right. And it's not about being a Pollyanna and it's not about not being honest with yourself. But it is the idea that you have, you hold this innate power and you have the ability to choose what you're going to let bother you or not. Going on to number two. This one is my own. And it's something I feel like I've heard over and over and over again. And I just recently heard it and was like, ah, I get that. And I love when that happens now because I recognize that I've heard it a bunch. And I'm like, oh man, I just never under, I wasn't ready to receive this information yet. And number two is the things you cannot see create the richness of life. And what I mean by this 
is we live our world based off of our senses, which totally makes sense, right? If we can see it, hear it, taste it, touch it, feel it. But there is so much more beyond what we can see. And I'm just going to equate this right now to emotions and feelings because it really does stem into that. And it's based on energy. And the value that these elements bring to life are so much richer than any tangible thing that I can hold in my hand. And ultimately, that is why we want the tangible things. It's why we want the relationships, the jobs, the cars, the house, is for these forces that we can't see with our senses or touch or feel or taste. And those things are always available to you in abundance whenever you want them. And what I'm referring to is joy, fulfillment, love, gratitude, wonder, all of those things that make you feel that certain feeling that you can't really describe. That to me is what I'm going after. It's getting less and less about these external physical things that I can show you or prove to you, right? Prove to one another that we've made it. But you're already there, as I always say. And reminding yourself that the things you cannot see create the richness of life. This is making me think about something I actually heard in a book too, and I don't know how related it is, but I think it'll be valuable. Is like when coming to the physical, when you cut yourself open, like I'm looking at my calf right now. If I cut my calf open and I look inside my body, I'm not in there. There's no like me (laughs) anywhere in my body, right? There's no like Morgan under my skin living in a room. Who we are when you think and you're like, okay, who am I? Is awareness and energy. It isn't actually your body. And that's why when people pass away, if you've ever seen a lifeless body, you have no connection to that. Because that was just the physical form in which they chose to be in this life. The energy and spirit of what made that person who they were, not the physical form, is what I'm referring to here. This energy is what connects all of us. We all are this energy. And it's all the same. And this is stripped away beyond your identity, your personality, the traits that you've determined make up who you are. Putting all of that aside, it's almost as if like you could just take off that right? If, that, if those were tangible as well. But removing that, pulling that aside, 
what's left is what makes us all the same and connects us all together. And that part of us is what craves the love, the joy, the wonder, connection, the support, all the things you cannot see. And the reason why we're here would be great if one day, would probably freak everyone out, including myself, if we could just all walk around as our energy. And then we'd be like, oh, wow, we are the same. Your beliefs are different. Your identity is different. Your personality is different. Your skin color is different. Your hair color is different. Your job, your background, that's all different. But what matters, the essence of who you are, we're all the same. And I love that and that feeling of connection and stop separating ourselves as you're different than me because of your beliefs. Well, beliefs are are malleable and personalities are malleable and identities are malleable. I feel like I'm in a space right now where I'm changing who I am to my core. I no longer identify as like this businesswoman who like gets shit done which was such a huge part of me for so long. Now I'm like, I just want to, I'm getting hella hippie. I'm like, I just want to love on people and I want to support others and I want to make people feel good and I want people to see just how brilliant they are and all it is is a shift in perception. Nothing else needs to happen. If you just say, I'm going to give myself permission to know that I'm already there. What would that feel like? All right, gone way off topic, but I do think that was valuable. Number one, you are what you say you are. You are what you say you are. 2000s. (laughs) Your narrative is everything. What you tell yourself continually over and over again. I've talked about this a zillion times. Your thoughts create your reality. What you tell yourself are your thoughts. That's your thoughts. Oh, I'm trying to think of some negative thoughts right now. Believe me, I have plenty. Even though I know this, I still don't practice it all the time. Hey, I'm human. But the thoughts such as, I'm, I'm not doing this right. I don't know what I'm doing. When am I going to get there? Assuming that where I'm looking to go is elsewhere beyond where I am. What are they going to think of me? They're going to judge me. They're not going to like me. I'm not good enough. I don't deserve that. Who am I to X fill in the blank with a million responses? Versus, even that just made me feel like a crumb. Ugh, gross. That was icky. (laughs) Those examples were challenging for me. Um, Whereas, I always know exactly what I'm doing. I'm so confident. I love how smart I am. I love how much I care. I love how much I love. I don't need to have it all figured out anyway. I'm doing just fine. There's no race. I'm never going to get it done. Everything's always working out for me. 
I know all my dreams are going to come true. I can't wait to watch this all happen. I don't have to worry about a thing. I'm fully supported. I'm guided with every move I make. Now, these are a little affirmation-y, but you get the idea. What you are telling yourself creates who you are in your mind. And who you are in your mind is how you show up in the world. So you are what you say you are. What are you saying that you are? My husband and I have added in yet another element to our nighttime routine. It's not that long and it's really fun actually. So we each do five plus gratitudes throughout the day, which is really fun because you get to revisit the day that maybe you breeze through and you might've been a little busy and didn't notice the things. And then we talk about how grateful we are for the next day as if it's already happened. So we say, oh, I'm so grateful that I woke up feeling amazing this morning and that I connected with those clients and it went really well. I got a great workout in and everything just flowed and we just tap into that energy and it's incredible what that five-second exercise does. And the added element that we've put into the routine is something I like about myself and it has to be new every single night. And who would have thought this was the hardest thing? I was, I'd legit get pissed at my husband because he couldn't come up with anything the first couple nights. And I'm like, this is the first couple nights. Like, you have a plethora of, just say I'm funny. Like, for God's sakes, you seriously can't come up with one thing. I mean, he was just so uncomfortable just saying something kind about himself. It's like we've been taught, no, 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 stay humble. And don't talk about how great you are. When in my mind, when you tell yourself how great you are, you're able to be of service to the world in ways in which you just can't be when you don't think you're great, right? So you are what you say you are. See what you're saying to yourself. Take check on that. And little by little, start to shift that to be more supportive. And don't be so hard on yourself if you are. Maybe you are saying some kind things and that's great. Good for you. If you're not, good for you too. You you now realize what you can do to make one of the biggest changes you'll ever see in your entire life. Literally. It's like, if you want to make the biggest change of your entire life, change how you talk to yourself. It is so insanely transformative. They should teach this in school. I'm for sure teaching this to my kids someday. Like I'm going to have them wake up and be like, I'm amazing. Because why not? Um, yeah. Five rules to consider. Let's do a little recap. Only I know what's best for me. Number four, the main thing is to keep the main thing, the main thing. Number three, don't sweat the small stuff. And it's all the small stuff. Number two, the things you cannot see create the richness of life. And number one, you are what you say you are. Your narrative is everything. So I hope you got something from today's episode. As always, um, please share with a friend if you want to rate, review. I will put the five rules to consider along with the link to Don't Sweat the Small Stuff book. You guys can check that out if you're interested. Please stay safe out there. Things are running rampant here in San Diego. So take care of yourselves and until next time. 
Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In, and thank you for listening.